Big Stories of the Day Hashtag SAFM Sunrise Good morning. The Eastern Cape Provincial Government confirming that the President of the United Arab Emirates and the person who is the ruler of Abu Dhabi, Sheikh Mohammed bin Zayed Al Nyahan, was able to land a series of planes at a runway he paid for himself at the Balembo Airport in the Eastern Cape. Officials say he's here on a private visit with 500 people to celebrate the end of Ramadan. They say the airport was designated as a temporary port of entry and that all of the proper procedures were followed. But he's also the person who effectively runs Dubai and, this is my presumption now, may have played a role in the decision by the United Arab Emirates to deny our request to extradite the Gupta brothers, Atul Gupta and Rajesh Gupta. As you know, Dubai, which is part of the UAE, turned down our request and, from what we understand, didn't tell our prosecutors about this decision for several weeks. Henny van Furen is the director of Open Secrets. Henny, good morning. Good morning, Stephen. Morning to listeners. If I've got the sequence of events correct... The UAE turned down our request, prevented us, I suppose, you could say, from getting justice for the state capture era. And now, again, from what I can see, we're running out the red carpet for Sheikh Mohammed bin Zayed Al Nyahan. How do you feel about this? Yeah, I think, I think uh, at, at Open Secrets, we feel this is absolutely extraordinary and it's symptomatic in the way in which we have normalized relations with Dubai, despite the fact um, that they have effectively humiliated the South African state. They have used every opportunity to block the extradition of the Gupta brothers. They have therefore also blocked the possibility for us to prosecute the whole criminal conspiracy, which included acolytes around former President Zuma and potentially many other enablers in corporations linked to state capture. Um, and, and, and if anything, it was calculated. This wasn't by accident as the way in which it's you know, often presented by the UAE, it was a small technical arrangement. What we know is the United Arab Emirates and, and Dubai, obviously, is an important city in the UAE, uh, is is run as a, as a small autocratic fiefdom. And the top of that pile of decision-making sits uh, Sheikh Nayan, who has come on holiday with 500 of his friends to the Eastern Cape this week. We know that this has been in the making for at least two months. We know that one of President Ramaphosa's closest allies, uh, uh, Premier Oscar Mabuyane, has been in the, in the UAE and has met with members of the royal family over the last two months. They've been discussing investment in the Eastern Cape, which is all good and well. But we can't have money, which is also the proceeds of crime. Don't forget that Dubai relies heavily on global money laundering to make the kind of cash that allows the sheikh to come on holiday uh, in places like the Eastern Cape and buy a game farm. Uh, and, and I think uh, we should have seen far stronger action from the side of the South African government to say you're not going to be landing in South Africa unless you've got the Guptas in the cargo hold. <laughs> um. As I understand it in an extradition proceeding, and every country has a different thing, but, but as lawyers have explained to me in the past and said on air in the past, in almost all extradition cases, the head of state makes the final decision. So do we know if Sheikh Nihan would have been involved in this decision to deny our request for the Guptas? We don't have it on record from the authorities in UAE, Stephen, but what we do know is the way in which the judiciary operates in the United Arab Emirates. And our argument has always been that this is something that Minister Lamola and uh, Minister Naledi Pandor, uh, as two of the relevant ministers, should have been alive of from the beginning, is that there is no independent judiciary in the United Arab Emirates. It's Sheikh Nayan and his colleagues who ultimately make all of the top, uh, the primary political decisions. And this is, again, according to um, UN Special Rapporteurs on the Independence of the Judiciary, 
you made precisely the point that there is no open uh, court system, and certainly no, um, you won't get a, you won't get a fair trial as one would anticipate one can in South Africa. So, so yes, I think we can uh, we can conclude that he has made you know made he he certainly must have signed off on that decision. The fact that you know he's got um, a, a game farm and he treats South Africa as, as probably one of his Disneylands around the world where he can come and play and holiday. Uh, certainly does suggest that you know, he would have had an insight into that decision-making. It was an important political decision. The Guptas would have, and their prosecution could unlock, uh, better unlock our understanding of how the government of the UAE has sanctioned um, uh, corporations uh, and people like the Guptas to uh, work and operate from the UAE and run money laundering networks which directly impact the people of Africa. Zimbabwe, Sudan right now, these are all um, nefarious connections around uh, uh, corruption, which the UAE, UAE has effectively um, enabled, and of course led a war against the people in, in Yemen, where they've been buying weapons from, from South Africa to arm that war. And Henny, look, there's another issue in the public domain at the moment. So if we look at SARS, and we understand the executive, the producer, Dumund Lovo, uh, is going to get a national award, and it seems that he played a role in facilitating the sabotage of SARS. He uh, was playing a role with Bain, uh, the consultancy, the former president, Jacob Zuma. So essentially, to sort of simplify it, he played a role in state capture, and now he will receive a national award. And I understand that the um, ANC's um, uh, Veterans League is actually very angry with this. They're saying it should be withdrawn. How do you feel? I think we absolutely agree. I think that it should be withdrawn. I think that uh, I think that the destruction of of, of SARS um, was the result of Bain's work. That Bain didn't operate on its own. It, it needed people like Tom Riani, and it needed uh, people like Mr. Lobo and others to open those doors, which which Bain allowed to grease those wheels. I think that it's shameful that he should be given a national award. There are also other questionable characters, Mike Horn, a former operative in special forces. In doing apartheid, uh, who's now moved to Switzerland as an adventurer, who was also given a war despite the fact the documentaries were shown about his activities earlier this year. It just shows them a lack of consequence from within the presidency at the moment when it considers the, the way in which certain individuals act with impunity. If they are serious about accountability in South Africa, then people like uh, Sheikh Nayan should never be allowed into South Africa until we see the Guptas. We should certainly not be, be giving awards to people who the Zondo Commission have implicated in crimes and, and others who are implicated in human rights abuses. And, and I think uh, there are tough questions that the presidency uh, and, the, and the cabinet needs to answer uh, for all of these uh, these decisions that speak against the interests of the South African people that have been made recently. Henny van Furen, thank you. Director at Open Secrets.